to the Cultivate Network Podcast, where we're digging in, digging in on Christian living, leadership, and church planning. Here are your hosts, Jamie Couch and Anthony Waters. And spend your time there. If you got anything left over, yeah, you know, you, you can open that up freely. But I, I, I've said a lot because the, I'm passionate about time management. Because if you don't manage time, somebody will. That's somebody fact. will manage your time, and you may not like the outcome. I've heard that many times in many meetings. Is you know, if you guys ain't got something to do, we'll find you something to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I've even <laughs> told my employees at um, uh, uh, my team at work this. If if every meeting costs money, yeah. so I actually in some of my meetings I will actually add up the average dollar value of the time of the <laughs> of the of the hourly rate of the people in that meeting, yeah. and people have habits of scheduling hour meetings for what could be a twenty minute meeting. Yeah. So then you you're wasting that forty minutes on frivolous it's frivolous spending for the company. So I'm thinking, okay, how much does this meeting cost? First of all. Second of all, once you total up how much it cost, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Number number two. Number three, if it if the reason for the meeting is worth it, how can these people plan for this meeting and prepare for this meeting? That way when they show up, they're ready for the meeting. So that way you're not wasting time getting people prepped and everything during the meeting. So they can maximize the time of that you're actually spending these resources. So I've told my team, if you get an email invite and it doesn't have an objective of how you can prepare for this meeting, decline it. Oh, you wow. got you have my permission as the vice president of the hospital to decline any meeting that comes at you because it doesn't have an objective. Because if it's not worth planning for, it's not worth your time. Wow. <laughs> I love it. Cause there's been, I'm, I'm about in the same boat is we waste so much time on such foolishness <clears throat> in the workplace. And not only that, think about the foolishness that you spend in your everyday life. Oh, that you just time that you just waste. That's just wasted that you even look back on later and be like, man, I, ha, how many times have you said in your life? I wish I had that time back. Oh yeah. And I'm, I'm like you, there's been many meetings that I've even held I've even held these meetings. And when it was over, I was like, my goodness, waste. what a waste of my time and theirs. <laughs> you know? Yep. So to redeem it, to capture it, like you said, to grab a hold of Intentionality. it. Intentionality. To be intentional. I think that's a key point is to be intentional in your management of your time. Is there going to be free time in your life? Yeah. Am I saying yeah. that every minute of your day needs to be tied up with something? No. no not no. in any way, shape, or form. You're going to have to have decompression time but, as well. But build it in. Sure. Absolutely. If you don't build in your your, your decompression time, yeah. it, you won't have it. Yeah. And you said something else that's really a hard thing, and that's the power to say no. I mean, that could be a topic on its own, a podcast topic, which oh, it probably yeah. will be. There's a book, uh, and I recommend it, Anthony, to, to that point from Lisa Turkhurst called uh, the, the Best Yes. Yeah, I know the book. And it's a powerful book. It, yeah. it really is. But because you, when you say yes to something, you say no to some, uh, something else That's and many other things. So yeah. saying the best yes is really important. And sometimes we need to understand in ourselves that we need to say no to certain things. 
I mean, you know yourself. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of times that we've said yes to things. And when we look back at it, and that, the very thing, when we walk away, we, we're saying in ourselves, I should have said no. Yep. So that should have said no. Anthony, does that mean that sometimes you're saying no to good? Sometimes. Because you're saying yes to the best. There you go. Yeah, and so, so guys, li- listening in this, and, and this is a hard thing. Oh, it's Because tough. people will give you such a guilt trip for saying no to something. Yeah. Good. Why would you say no to this? This is a good yeah. thing. Why is this? Well, how would you say no to that? Oh, I love it. Why would, you, why would you not do this? Is it not a good thing? Well, they are redeeming your time for you. Yep. You've sold your time. <clears throat> Boom. You just sold your time. And, and, and you feel guilty. A guilt It's trip. a human nature, right? It is. To, to, and sure. You feel this pressure to say yes. Yes. That's one of the hardest things that's been for me. And I still battle with that, Anthony. I think but, everybody does. But it's getting easier and easier for me to say no. Yeah. Um, but because I think folks are now starting to expect that Jamie Couch is probably going to say no to a lot of things. How that, many times have you heard, no, uh, Jamie, he's a busy guy. <laughs> oh, I've, I've, he's a busy guy. I've heard that this last few weeks. And I, I think that it might have been in a positive context. I think it was in a very positive but way. It, it still st- was a stinger, you know, <laughs> because it's like you really know what's really being said there is yeah. you don't have time for me. Yeah. And, and I've and, thought the same thing. And it hurts. Yeah, but, but the facts are, guys. Guys, if you don't choose the best yes, somebody will. Oh, somebody absolutely. Will give you all kinds of good things. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, I love the guilt trip part of it because that's what they turn it into is the guilt trip part of it. But at the end of it all, we have to redeem this time, guys. It's okay to say no to some things because you know you, you know what's going on and you know I, I, I know the, I know the places that I fail and it's hard to say no. Mm-hmm. And then I've heard the same thing. Well, we know you're busy. We know you're so busy. And then it, when I get off the phone with people, I'm like, I'm really not that busy. <laughs> but it's like you said. Right, right. It's like, well, you don't have time for me. You don't have time for me. And, it's and tough. It, it's it, tough. It really is. But but it's it's yours. And God gave you that time. That's true. To spend wisely. Yeah. And and on 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 His work and His mission. And and I think that's one one of the hardest things is is budgeting your time. One of the exercises, Anthony, that I did. There was a point in my life where, and I'm going to get a little bit vulnerable. We may have to break this up into two episodes. I think we're there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and that's fine. Um, but I'm going to get a little bit vulnerable for a minute. There was a season in my life where I had chosen to do way too many things at one time. I think I had six different official titles um, between the different things that I were doing. And what I, what I, I said yes to all of them because I thought all of them were good. Yeah. were good things. Sure. Were really noble and altruistically good things. Yeah. And many of, most of them involved a ministry. Yeah. And it was all mission. It was all good. It was all God's kingdom. And, and people had this expectation that I said yes. And and it was an honor that I was even nominated for some of these things. And it was like, well, how could I say no? It's an honor. You know, it's just great. And Anthony, I said yes to so many things that I, I said no to my family. Yeah. I said no to my friends. Yeah. I said no to everything that I had said yes to because I was not giving any of them yeah. enough of me to do a half good job. Yeah. So therefore I had said so many yeses. I went into depression. Mm. My wife and I, we would argue about it. Yeah. My kids, they, you know, they were neglected. Yeah. Let's just face it. 
And there was a, a couple year period where I lived through that and lived with guilt every day of my life because, and then you have a chip on your shoulder because it's like, don't you know, I'm busy. Yeah. You know, it's like you, you get attacked and you feel attacked and the person didn't even mean to attack you at all, right. but you felt like it was an attack uh, over your integrity. But, but it's like, I'm doing the best I stinking can here. Calm down, you know, and you go through that mentally. So Anthony, here's what I've had to do over the last few years. I'm getting vulnerable. You are, man. <laughs> over the last few years, I've had to resign several positions. Yeah. I've had to say no to a few things that it hurt because I loved it. I love the people. I love the position. I love the role and the, 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 what you, what I was doing in those roles. But I've had to say no to one by one by one and carve it down, simplify my life. And guys, if there's one thing I've learned, simplify your life. Focus on one, two to three things and 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 laser focus on those things and do really, really well at them. If you do a hundred things, you're not going to do any of those things well. So I've had to I've had to resign to say no to several, several things over the last few years. But and that was hard because people gave people didn't understand it. Yeah. Because they would look from the outside in and it would be almost almost to the point that I felt like they were judging me, my spirituality or my 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 goodness, my overall goodness, because well, couldn't he handle it? Mm. Well, yeah, if I wanted to roll up my sleeves, neglect my family, and um, just just spend myself to no end to something somebody else wants me to do, yeah, I could probably succeed at a lot of things. But it's but if you don't be intentional about that on the front end, you're going to end up where I was, <laughs> and that's burnout, exhaustion, depression, anxiety, yeah. and at the end of the day, grief. So you turned into a shadow, basically, and especially in the life of your little family. You know what I mean? That's what that run. That's what that leads to. But let's flip the script for a moment. Flip it, and let's talk about redeeming the time in the ministry that God has given us. Yeah. If we're going to truly redeem this time, I think that you've hit on it really key. There is that we weren't called to be a jack of all trades, master of none. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't. I don't like that term in any way, shape, or form, because God's made us really unique. And if we can redeem the time in our life, the Lord provides opportunities yeah. that we can sow into people's lives. And we do it in a way that uh, it is not a burden in any way, shape or form on time. And we're able to redeem that time by sowing into these lives in some way, shape or form. Right. And however God lets that look. But and, you, and it can come at the weirdest times. Mm -hmm. Uh, people will come up to you and say, you know, you said this and this to me and man, that really made a difference to me, you know, and I really like that. Or you'll have somebody come up to you and say, Hey, I would love, you know, just to have a good conversation with, you, you know, if you can, if you can block off a little bit of time or something like that, there's op opportunities that the Lord can pour into our lives in the ministry and ministry looks different in everybody's lives. I've, I've said it from the beginning. I'll, I'll continue to say it. I believe that everybody is a minister in some way, shape or form. If you're a child of God, you're a minister because the life that you live, you're ministering to others and right. people are watching that and they see it. And even going into what you're saying there, that actually made you stronger to say no in, a, in those situations right. that you had to step back from because it made you stronger in the yeses. Right. And people could see Your that. Yes is sharper. Yeah. The yes was so much more sharper. And it showed that you redeemed that time and that you took into account those that were without they were without, and you were able to sow into their lives. As, as we go back and think about that scripture mm. that we let off with, you know, and one way to redeem the time 
and this is pretty straightforward, is to go, is to go and to be that voice for the Lord. As we go through our lives, we are being the voice of the Lord. If you look at the word go in the Bible, it appears in the Bible 1,352 times to go. The word wait appears in the Bible 101 times, and the word stop, and of course, you got to look at the context of each one of these, stop appears seven times. Right. Go is a very important word, to go, to redeem the time, to go forward, to to redeem the time that we have, because truly we are a vapor that's here for just a moment, right. and then we're going to fade away. But the testimony right. lives on forever. Think about Think about Christ. He redeemed the time. He utilized the time that he had to go into the hurt, to the broken, to the lost. He redeemed that time to sow into hearts and sow into lives and to make a change. While he was here, active in his ministry, the time that he redeemed from the moment that he entered on the scene right. to the time that the Lord called him up, that it was that he cried, it is finished. He redeemed the time. He took time with the people. He took time to sit down with people. Oh, oh, Jesus, thou son of the most high God, Lord, just speak to me. Just talk to me. I mean, people wanted to be with him. He was a busy guy. He was a busy guy, but he took time. Right. And he 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 ministered to each need individually Mm -hmm. when when the little ones would want to come into him and they were saying, get the little children away from him. He said, no, no, suffer the little children to come unto me. Think about Zacchaeus as he would climb the tree and he just wanted to see Christ saw him. He walked over to him. He said, Zacchaeus, Mm -hmm. today salvation's come to your house. Mm -hmm. Come down out of that tree. I'm going to go home with you today. (laughs) Zacchaeus like, no joke. Oh, man, this is awesome. Redeem the time. And you never know what opportunity the Lord will give you. And just a short few words and a short amount of time can change somebody's life. I once had a Sunday school lesson uh, that was called 45 Minutes. That's what it was called. And it was based on the amount of time that our Wednesday night teachers basically had with the youth at the church. You were given 45 minutes, basically, to sow into these little lives, right at 45 minutes. And during that process, what were you doing with the 45 minutes you were given? The other hours and time during the week was focused at school, family, and all this other stuff. But you were allotted to sow into this life for 45 minutes. That's 45 minutes that you needed to redeem the time in. Right. Because in 45 minutes, you were going to be telling them something that would change their life, their future, their outlook, everything about them in 45 minutes each week. And let's be honest, you had your biggest crowd of youth on Wednesday night. And one thing about youth is they brought other youth. And it was an opportunity to sow into those lives continually for 45 minutes. What will you do with the time that you were given? It's, it's tough, but redeem it. Redeem that time. Redeem it. Grab a hold of it. Yep. I've only got a limited amount, but I want to give my absolute yep. best. I want the best I can give for that time that the Lord has allotted me to give. Wow. It's it, tough. It, and, and Anthony, one of the it, – it's so, so true. And, and I, I, love, I love the way you brought that out because 
It's the amount of time that we have. Are we sharp during that 45 minutes? Ooh, that's Are we tough. sharp? Are we prepared? Have yeah. we taken the time oh. to prepare? Oh. And, or are we shooting from the hip and just kind of like I whatever, you know? There's I, been a lot of shooting from the hip. I've done it too. We all <laughs> yeah. have. Anyone oh, yeah. that teaches has. Yeah. Anthony, I, I, I'll just share a couple other just nuggets of practical things that I've had to live out. This doesn't mean it works for everybody, but yeah. there's some principles that are overarching that are just principles and not just little tactics that work for one or the other. I just want to give a couple words. First of all, before I do that, one, one word of counsel, pray before you say yes to something. Yes. Um, please, you know, you know, walk with your eyes. You know, the scripture I read, um, a few minutes ago, I think it was in Ephesians said to walk circumspectly and not as fools Yeah, and, and to walk with your eyes wide open. Don't blindly say yes to some things, uh, that are just altruistically good because it's a good thing to do. Pray about it. Ask God's direction. And if God says yes, then guess what? He's going to make sure you have the sharpness, the energy, the strength, and the ability to do it and accomplish it. But if I say yes on God's behalf of my time and I spread myself way, way too thin, then I'm going to be I'm going to be dull. I'm going to be dry. I ain't going to be prepared. I'm going to shoot from the hip, and I'm actually going to disgrace uh, that the work that God's called me to do. So yeah. be careful when you say yes because it's a heavy thing. So that's one thing. And, Anthony, another thing for me. When I was going through, the, uh, there's two things I want to share as far as uh, things that I feel like has, has I've seen work for me. And this is when I actually made a decision to start saying no. Um, I had come to the realization in prayer that my family was being neglected, which was my number one reason. You know, God, God revealed to me the man that I had become and was becoming, and it wasn't a man that I wanted to be. So that was the big. So then he, he had me sit down. And I'm not saying I heard a voice out of heaven say, do this guy. So in the podcast, we're not, we don't hear voices every day, but I felt this inclination to sit down and I'm an Excel guy. I love working in Excel. I'm an Excel nerd. I enjoy that for some odd reason. And what I started doing is logging my time weekly. Every week I would log my time daily. So I started doing this over a period of weeks and I would log my time and categorize my time for that day, family time, prayer time, study time, preaching time, you know, all the different, you know, work time, um, visitation time, all these things, right? Here's what I learned. I learned that my family was the lowest percent of anything on there. I learned that prayer and planning was the lowest percentage of the time allocation that I was spending. So when I did an audit on my time, my time was being assaulted and attacked by all the other yeses that I had said and my family and my prayer had been neglected the most. So therefore I had to start saying no to things that were blocking up my time so that I could say yes to prayer planning and family, which is what my, my God and my family. And, and so it, when I started saying no, it, people didn't understand it because, but, it, but in my background, I had this graphic in my mind and I walked through life with this, this um, pie chart of time and I was looking at the percentages of the pie chart and I could go pull it up now I forget what it was at that point in time but it was terrible yeah and I was walking around with this imagery of this pie chart in my mind with my family being the smallest sliver of the pie chart no wonder 
I was depressed. No wonder I was had severe anxiety. Mm-hmm. Now, now I went to church and put on a smile. I went to work and put on sure a smile. You did. Nobody knew that. Right. Some probably did. Yeah. So that was one one, one thing. And the other thing that, that actually changed changed the course of my I felt like my my life actually is when I started taking time for my family, for my God, and for myself. Mm. Yeah. When I started taking care, making time to take care of the temple that God created mm-hmm. and, and his Holy Spirit is, I'm the temple of his Holy Spirit, my body. Yeah. And when I started carving out the time, so I would always argue, Anthony, I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to exercise. I don't have time to do any of this. <laughs> don't we all do that? <laughs> and we all did. We all do. And, and I still do many days. Oh, yeah. But but at the end of the day, Heather and I, four, it's been four years ago now, we started waking up at 430 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I've always been a sleeper in guy. I'm a sleeper inner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a guy, if that's even a word, I sleep in. I, <laughs> I would sleep in until you know nine, nine o'clock, eight thirty, and I would stay up until twelve, one, two o'clock in the morning, and, and do my you know waste waste time. Yeah, waste time. And uh, so we started getting up at four thirty or five and working out. Four years ago, we started that that journey and. And we carved out and forced that time. So, it, and, and, and I'm not saying you have to wake up at 4.30 and work out. But what I am saying is my life changed when I started winning the morning. There's books written about winning the morning. Yeah. Jesus, he didn't sleep in until noon, guys. No. He would get up in the morning and he would pray and he would see. And, and if you win the morning, get up and get, get ready, get ready, get dressed, get your work done. And, but, but, but if you don't, Put it on your calendar. It won't happen. It won't happen. It's very true. It's very true. As I go back, thinking about as we began the podcast, talking about that song by Jeremy Camp. Well, the name of the song is Keep Me in the Moment. Keep me in the moment. Lord, the moment that I'm in right now, as life is moving on, keep me aware of what's going on, Lord. Let me be able to redeem this time. Let me be able, Lord, to to learn to say no to certain things so I can have yes on better things and that I can be sharper, clearer. Thank you, Lord, for that opportunity that you've given me to redeem this time and to be involved in ministry, to be able to move forward for you, Lord, and to redeem the time that you've given me to be prepared. I, I, I love what you said there. That's so very true. It's, is devoting yourself to times of prayer and things like that. And, and I, you know, self-care, it, that's very important as well. It's very important. And if you're able to do that and you win the morning, my goodness, you know what you're going to end up doing? You're going to win the day. Right. You're going to win the day. Yep. I love it, man. The time, it goes by quick. As we've been sitting here looking at this time that has went by, as we've redeemed this time today, just sitting here during this podcast, I've enjoyed this. I, th- I think that this is something I think everybody thinks about time, you know? Sure. We all think about it. That's one thing we all have in common. We all think of time. It's <laughs> No true. matter what your background, your That's ethnic, right. ethnic, uh, ethnicity, wh- whatever it is, yeah. whatever country you live in. Yeah. You think about time. And we all have a limited amount. That's and right. None of us know how much that is. Isn't it amazing, though, that time didn't exist till God made it exist? And it will, it will always exist until he causes so, it to cease to exist. That's right. That's something that's really cool. That's why he is the first and the last, the beginning and the end. He is Alpha and he is Omega. Thank you, Lord, that we can redeem the time. 
Well, guys, thanks for listening in. Hopefully that you there. Uh, this, this is part two. Uh, if you if you didn't listen to part one, go back and listen to the foundation of, of our talk today. Um, it was powerful. It's based in the scripture and it's practical things that we all live through every single day. So until next time, guys, uh, keep on digging. Thanks for tuning in to the Cultivate Network podcast. Until next time, keep cultivating.